Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day y'all are in. Appreciate y'all giving me a little bit of your time, and for those of y'all that continue to share the podcast, uh, as you have to be doing, because we just had the best the best month we've had so far, which seems to be a reoccurring theme. So uh, I'm very humbled and grateful that y'all think it's worth telling somebody else about. It. And hopefully it helps our country at least just a little bit, even if just a little bit, that's enough. All right, so we're going to take one of our little walks. We have a few birds in the background, puppy dogs, looking very important. No kitty cats. There is a cat sunbathing, watching us, but I don't think they're going to come with us. We'll walk past the garden and walk down the dirt road. And if you hear the tom in the background, enjoy it, because I think... I think the Tom's days are numbered, sadly. I'm very, I'm very sad about that, but the Tom decided that it would be a good idea to come after my wife and little girl today, and that's just not wise. We'll see. We do have our uh, pear tree is starting to bloom, so spring is definitely here, and the blackberry bushes are covered up, which is always good to see. All right, so enough of all that, I'm sure. So we're going to talk today about the founding of America before it was even the United States, the colonies. We're going to talk about how why Europeans, at least the ones that ended up settling, came here. And, of course, there's some financial, right? The, the modern idea, of course, is that the white people came over with the express purpose of raping, pillaging, and plunder, plundering um, to completely wipe out the natives take everything they could, and that Christianity was not even on the radar. That's, in a nutshell, what you would get from the left today, which, as with so many other things, could not be farther from the truth. And so we're going to actually go back, instead of listening to the people today that either have an agenda that is less than honorable or are just ignorant on the subject, and we're going to look at two, three if we have time, but certainly two of our founding colonies and the documents and what they actually say about America's founding as a continent from old world to new. So, Jamestown 
was our first, it was the first colony that actually, the first settlement that survived. There was another, which I didn't know, y'all might be interested in this, and I'm pulling from the Founders Bible again. I'm pulling from the Encyclopedia God and Country, and also you can find, I mean, you can find a, some of these documents all over the place. I think the Avalon Project from Yale, again, I've pulled this one a number, or a couple of these from here and there. So all pretty good sources if you're wanting to dig into it some. I'm trying to find, oh, and there was the Plymouth Company company established in 1607 a, in Maine, the Popham Colony, if I'm saying that right, but it only survived for about 13 months and then they all went back to England. It, it was a failure, but that was kind of interesting. I didn't know that that was that close to Jamestown. So the charter in 1606 for both the Jamestown and the Plymouth Company settlements stated that the main purpose, right? And this is coming from King James the first, I think. The main purpose, we greatly commending and graciously accepting of their desires for the furtherance of so noble a work, which may, by the providence of Almighty God, hereafter tend to the glory of his divine majesty and propagating of Christian religion to such people as yet live in darkness and miserable ignorance of the true knowledge and worship of God and may in time bring the infidels and savages living in those parts to human civility and to a settled and quiet government. Do by these our letters, patents, graciously accept of and agree to their humble and well-intended desires. So main objective, spread Christianity, spread the gospel, teach about Jesus Christ, not rape, pillage, and plunder, not get us all the money we can, which folks, the, the money was certainly an objective. Anytime anybody goes into business, there are financial concerns. That doesn't make the person evil. You know, that's a Bible verse that's so often misquoted that money is the root of all evil. When what it really says is love of money, right? You can't serve both God and money. But here the deal is, and, and you can make whatever comments. Obviously, no. Did all of the colonists live up to Christian ideals? Were all of the colonists Christians? No, no. But and, and this this falls right in line with you don't have to be a Christian in order to be an American. But if you refuse to follow, if we as a people refuse to follow the teachings of Christ, Republic crumbles here again. Not everybody was. But if as a whole, these communities, these colonies, these settlements didn't strive toward the teachings of Christ, and, and, and that freedom of religion, folks, became a much stronger driver than any financial gain. I mean, it's not even in the same ballpark. It's such a dishonest argument. Such a dishonest argument. And you can see here, instead of listening to modern day education, if you want to call it that, the actual documents tell a different story. Right. And, and, and to look at these documents and say, oh, well, that's just they were just lying. I mean, that's that's so cynical. It's it's. 
at any rate, we'll keep going. So Pastor Robert Hunt, who was the chaplain at Jamestown, when they landed in Virginia Beach, they planted a wooden cross, and this was his prayer. We do hereby dedicate this land and ourselves to reach the people within these shores with the gospel of Jesus Christ and to raise up godly generations after us. And with these generations, take the kingdom of God to all the earth. May this covenant of dedication remain to all generations as long as the earth remains. And may this land, along with England, be evangelist to the world. I, it's phenomenal here. There's some great prayer, folks, or it's it's very eye-opening. You know, this pastor, which was, he was a leader in this group, for sure, without a doubt. And he's saying, all the future generations that settle here, what's the goal? To spread the light, spread the truth into the entire world, to be an evangelist to the world, all future generations, as long as this earth remains. I've got one down here that I'll come back to if we have time. But the the bottom line is, folks, to take Christianity out of not only the founding of the United States, to take Jesus Christ and God the Father out of the founding of the United States is completely disingenuous. Or or it's it's just ignorant, right? You're seeing it here again and again. We talk about it on the podcast. And then now we go even farther back to the founding of America, just just the colonies coming into America to to try and take Jesus Christ out of the founding of everything about this continent and nation. I I don't have a good analogy right now, folks. I guess it it would be like trying to run a car without any fuel. And I, I think that's a poor analogy, but that's the only thing that popped into my head right now. But it, it just it can't happen. It won't happen. It, it's there's no way. And if you can't even start there and acknowledge the simple fact by reading through these documents and understanding that time and again, Christianity was the driving factor for these charters, for these settlements, for our, from the Declaration of Independence for the United States, it's hard to have a conversation about anything else with somebody. It makes it very difficult because you, you're not starting on a foundation of truth. So we'll keep going. There's another part in this charter of 1606 talking about individuals that they shall have and enjoy all liberties, franchises, and immunities within any of our other dominions to all intents and purposes as if they had been abiding and born within our realm of England or any other of our said dominions. So, that's just kind of really, honestly, that's just kind of a little side note. They were giving the settlers the same rights that, or they were supposed to be, that the English had. So you can take that however you want to. So the pilgrims, we're going to switch now to the pilgrims. So that's a couple points from Jamestown. And we'll go over to <clears throat> Plymouth now. And this was 1620. And William Bradford recounted the landing of Plymouth Plantation. Being thus arrived in a good harbor and brought safe to land, they fell upon their knees and blessed the God of heaven who had brought them over the vast and furious ocean and delivered them from all the perils and miseries thereof 
again to set their feet on the firm and stable earth, their proper element. Where do they turn again, folks, first? They turn to God. They turn to God. When they're grateful for having survived the trip, and they turn to him acknowledging his blessing and his protection. This is out of the Founder's Bible. This is an interesting little side note that, that I was not aware of. And so this is, this is a paragraph from there. Little did the pilgrims know that if they had landed a few years earlier, they would have been massacred by the Patua tribe. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it, folks. One of the fiercest Indian tribes on the American coast. The tribe, however, had been completely destroyed by a plague in 1617. And historians don't really know why. That's kind of, there's a book that uh, my father passed on to me years ago called When God Winks. Little things in your life that you see that really stretch. It's, it's hard to say coincidence. That kind of struck me as one when I read that, you know, to think that there was this brutal tribe that would have assuredly slaughtered all these people. And it just happened to be wiped out just a few years before they landed, allowing them to land there and establish this colony. Just to think that, I mean, Mother Nature just happened to step in and do that, or, you know, the just random happened. That, that seems kind of, that's stretching it. To me, at least that takes more faith than seeing that God had a hand there and clearing the way for these people that were coming with a big intent to spread Christianity as a core value and find religious freedom from persecution over in England. And so then we'll go ahead and get to the Mayflower Compact, which we've read before, but we're going to read it again. In the name of God, amen. We whose names are underwritten, the loyal subjects of our dread sovereign Lord, King James, by the grace of God of Great Britain, France, and Ireland, King, defender of the faith, etc., having undertaken for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith and honor of our king and country, a voyage to plant the first colony in the northern parts of Virginia. Do by these presents solemnly and mutually in the presence of God and one another covenant and combine ourselves together into a civil body politic for our better ordering and preservation and furtherance of the ends aforesaid. And by virtue hereof to enact, constitute, and frame such just and equal laws, ordinance, acts, constitutions, and offices from time to time, and shall be thought most met and convenient for the general good of the colony, unto which we promise all due submission and obedience. In witness whereof we have hereunto subscribed our names, Cape Cod, the 11th of November, in the year of the reign of our sovereign Lord, King James of England, France, and Ireland, the 18th, and by Scotland, the 54th, Anno Domino, 1620 year of our Lord. One little girl's come out to walk for a minute, barefoot Contessa. <laughs> so again, folks, I mean, you talk about for the advancement of the Christian faith, honor of king and country, 
for the glory of God. That was the first comment for the Mayflower Compact. So here again, founding of America, what do we see? Turn into God, turn into Jesus Christ. I mean, this was a major, this, this was a huge development as far as documents go, civil body politic. And, and where do they start, folks? They start with God the Father and Jesus Christ. They don't start with Allah from Islam. They don't start with Mother Nature. They don't start with general deism. They particularly turn to God the Father and Jesus Christ. And it's just mind-boggling that we have let ourselves be led astray today and think that, oh, no, it was... They were all just coming for money. They were all just coming for greed. Or the the, the part where you take the, the kernel of truth, right? I think my father-in-law said something about this recently. He was talking about what a good job the world and the left does of taking just one kernel of truth and then twisting it to mean something it never did, right? So freedom of religion has become today to mean, oh, well, all religions are equal, which is never what the First Amendment meant. That was not the commentary of the man who actually, Fisher Ames, who wrote the First Amendment. We talk about this often here. The purpose of the First Amendment was to keep the different denominations of Christianity from finding favor one over the other in the eyes of the government. But Christianity has always been held in higher esteem because this is a Christian nation, folks. You believe in Christianity, then it's the only way, like Jesus Christ said, it's the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father but through me. So you, you can't say that and then at the same time say all religions are equal because they're not. And, and yes, absolutely. It does mean that every man has the ability to choose for themselves where to put their faith or where not to put their faith. But again, going back, this is the point and this is the slippery slope. We can't have America without a people that follow Jesus Christ. It just won't work. One more. And then I'll leave y'all be for today. The commission for Christopher Columbus, uh, the first one from Queen Isabella. And this is where I was going to go with the third one if we had time, but I'll just read the short quote. It is hoped that by God's assistance, some of the continents and islands in the ocean will be discovered for the glory of God. So, again, original commission, Christopher Columbus, 1492. Glory of God, just like the Mayflower Compact. So not only, folks, is our founding as a nation based on God and Jesus Christ, the founding of the very, the continent is based on God the Father and Jesus Christ. And, and, and we've lost this because of the horrific, I got to tie all this back in, folks, every time, because of the horrific decisions by the Supreme Court bodies in the 20th century, separation of church and state, and all the ones that came from that, completely dishonest, not in tune with history and our heritage at all, uh, whether it's ignorance or malevolence, you know, it's hard to know another man's heart, but regardless, it was wrong. It was a horrific decision. And, and the only way we're really going to get this country back is to get back to teaching the real history and culture to our children. And you got to take it back, you know, well, we'll leave that for another time. Something happened this week culturally. Maybe we'll talk about that early next week if we get a chance. All right, folks. Thank you all so much, as always. 
I enjoy being able to talk with y'all. Thank you for the comments and the feedback. I'm extremely humbled and grateful by y'all's continued support. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. We will talk to y'all again real soon. Looking forward to it.